And now, on Prophetic Faith. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, and tonight we're going into Volume 10 of the Law of Faith. We are learning how faith must be tried and tested. Some of you that are watching tonight are saying, why is my faith being tested? Is it God testing it? Is it Satan testing it? What's going on? Tonight, I'm going to answer those questions, and it's going to help you better understand because if you don't know who's attacking you, how do you know how to fight? So many people say, well, you know, this trouble that's come my way, the pressures that's come my way, maybe it's God trying to teach me something. Well, if that's your point of view, then you're not going to fight against it. And that's what so many people are doing. But I'm going to show you tonight who is really causing the, the troubles to come your way to test your faith. It's going to be really good. It's going to bless you, and I will see you at the end of the program. James 1, verse 2. It says, My brethren, or my sister, whatever you want to say, count it all what? Joy. Help me preach this today. Count it all what? Joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, verse 3, knowing. Somebody say knowing. So you come to this knowledge that the trying of your faith works what? Patience. So let me say it one more time. We know or we come to the realization that the trying of our faith, is your faith being tried right now? Well, it works patience. Now, here's what I want to show you today. All right, number one, the law of faith is always tried and tested. Remember that. The law of faith, we've been, this is what we've been covering for weeks and weeks and weeks. The law of faith is always tried and tested. Don't you think for one second that because you get a promise from God or because something miraculous happens or something like that, that the enemy is not going to try to come to you and try you and test you? Somebody say amen. So the law of faith is tried and tested. Number two, there's always laws, and we've been learning this for a week, that there are always laws trying to override other laws. Amen. When the plane, right now, there are planes flying over us as we speak. What are they doing? They are overriding the law of gravity, right? So there's always a conflict. There's always one trying to override another. I want you to remember those two things. And so the enemy, know this today, the enemy is always trying to override your faith. Remember that. All right, so James chapter 1, verse 2, we've seen right here that the Word tells us to rejoice. Boy, that's, that's contrary to what we've been taught, isn't it? 
when things are going bad or when things don't look good or when pressure's on us, we don't feel like rejoicing, do we? We don't feel like saying, well, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. I thank you that you counted me worthy to stand for your gospel. No, we don't say anything like this. But here's, here's what we like to say. Why? Come on, how many of you are one of those people? Why, God? Why is this happening to me? Why am I having to go through this? Right? But if you're like most of us, and, and I know you are, if you're like me, you want to know why your faith is being tested. How many wants to know why today? You want to know why your faith is being tested. Now, not only that, but you want to know who is doing it. And these are the questions I'm going to answer today. Why you're being tested, who is testing you, and then number three, what is the outcome? So let me say that one more time. What are we going to learn today? Why you are being tested. Why are you going through what you're going through? Number two, who is doing it? Is it God? Is it Satan? Is it somebody? Is it me? Who is causing this? And number three, we're going to learn what is the results of your faith being tested or tried. So if you title this message, you can title it, Tried and Tested. Now the Greek says this, verse 3, the Greek says it like this. It says that the trying of our faith brings a knowledge to persevere. Or in other words, we, have, we come to the realization that there is a result that's coming out of this. A benefit that is coming out of this. Oh, come on. That's, watch this, how... I be going through something how can I be tested right now and being tried and rejoice amen how can I do that let me tell you why because the Bible says that during the testing and during the trying of my faith there is a knowledge that comes forth somebody say knowledge there is a knowledge that comes forth that causes me to realize and understand that this is not in vain what I'm going through somebody say amen that there is no uh, not there's not a place that I'm going to come to where there's not going to be any benefit where there's not going to be any good results but I've come to the knowledge and the understanding that what I'm going through there is a benefit that is going to come out of this if you believe that somebody say amen so that's what we talk about so are you one of those people that like to do things with results raise your hand okay that was everybody so nobody is interested in doing something just to do it. That there's no benefit, there's no result, there's no good thing to come out of it. You just do it. Okay. Go to 1 Peter 2, or 1 Peter 4, chapter 12. Now, first I'm going to read the Amplified. Now, in case you're wondering, uh, why are you been reading the Amplified Classic Version? Because this brings out the Greek... You know how I'm always bringing out the Hebrew and the Greek of the text? The Amplified brings out. That's why it's called the Amp. It amplifies it. It brings out the Greek meanings of the Scripture. So if you're one of those people that says, I've been trying to read the King James and I can't understand these thou's and all this other stuff, get in the Amplified. It'll help you, okay? Now look at this. Verse 12, it says, Beloved, do not be amazed or bewildered, at the fiery ordeal which has taken place to test your what? Somebody say my quality. All right. 
as though something strange, unusual, or alien to you and your position were befallen you. Verse 13. But insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, are we joined with Christ? There's a verse that says, if we suffer with Him, we shall also what? Reign with Him. Alright, it says Christ's sufferings. Rejoice. There it is again. Rejoice. So that when His glory, full of radiance and splendor, is revealed, you may also rejoice with triumph. Some might say there's a result coming. Now look at the message. This is the message translation. It says, friends... When life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Oh, I like that right there. Isn't that what we feel so many times? God, where'd you go? Don't, don't think that God has left the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining. Somebody say results. This is a spiritual refining process. With glory, what's that last, I like that last phrase right there. When's this glory coming? It's just around the corner. Turn to your neighbor and say, your breakthrough's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Glory to God. All right, now go to the easy read version. Kiara makes fun of me like that. She said, that's because that's the only one you can read. Amen. The easy read version. She's my help me. Y'all understand? All right, do I got it up there? I'm pretty sure I do. ERV? Ah, okay. Well, anyways, he can pull it up later. All right, so you get the picture, right? So many of us are asking the question, what is going on with our faith? Right? Have you ever looked around and it was like, what in the world is going on here? Or is it just me? You look around and it seems like things are falling apart and things are not clicking and you're thinking, what in the world is going on here? Well, Peter says this right here. He says, don't think that this is something amazing that has happened. Some of you are in here today and saying, I've been prophesying, I've been speaking the word, I've received a prophecy from God, I've been doing all these things and it seems like things are not getting better, but they're getting worse. Peter said, don't think it is strange. This is the ERV. All right, read this right here. It says, my friends, don't be surprised at the painful things that you are now suffering. Which are what? They're testing your faith. Tried and tested. Don't think that something strange is happening to you. Verse 13. But you should be... There it is again. Somebody say, I'm happy. Somebody say, I'm rejoicing today. I don't care even if you have to say it by faith. Even if you have to call those things that be not as though they were. I'm rejoicing today. Even in my trial. Even in the, the testing of my faith. I'm rejoicing today. Why? Because you, the, in full of joy, when Christ shows His glory. How's He going to show His glory? Somebody say, He's going to show it through me. He's going to show it through your life. You've got to understand that today. All right, so many of us are asking that question. Why are these things happening? I'm doing this. I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to stand on the Word. And it seems like things are getting worse. Why? Now, watch this. 
Faith was designed to stand the test. You need to know that today. And come out better than it was before. I'm going to say that one more again. I said faith is designed to stand the test. Let, let me tell you something. We've been learning for weeks now. Who gave you your faith? Somebody help me. Who gave you your faith? God gave you your faith, right? It's the faith of God in you right now. Let me tell you something. Do you think God designed something that will fail just at the slightest bit of trouble? Y'all better talk to me in here today. Nuh-uh. God put something in you for you to be able to stand and endure even the most difficult circumstances because that is what you are made of in Him. You need to understand that today. He didn't raise you up to buckle under pressure. He raised you up. Listen to me. If you went through something, then you got to understand that He knew that you could handle that. Somebody needs to put God some praise right now. Come on. Put your hands together and put, give God some praise, however you want to say it. All right? So faith was designed to stand and come out better than before. Now, y'all know I was going to go here because this is one of the greatest examples there is. Your muscles. Here he goes again. Your muscles. Your muscles thrive under pressure, strain, resistance. They don't get weaker. They actually get what? Stronger. That's how you have to see your faith. That when trouble comes, that's not a time to say, Oh, Lord, here we go again. No, that's a time to say, Thank you, Lord, because I know that I'm coming out of this better than I was before. Why? Because your muscles, your faith is just like your muscles. Under strain, or under strain and under stress, your faith will thrive. Somebody say, my faith. All right, but here's the first question, right? Why am I being tested? Because of your faith, right? Now, here's the second question. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? Isn't that what we want to know? What is the cause of this? What's, who's doing this uh, pressure? Who's bringing this trouble in my life? Now, here's where many people get confused. Because you'll hear people say, let me just, y'all excuse my language, but people say stupid stuff. Like God sent this cancer to teach you something. Stupid stuff. Oh, God sent this and sent that so that you'd get in shape. Uh-uh. So who's doing the testing? Now think about it. If you're still wavering in here today on whether it's God or it's Satan or who else, I just want you to think for a moment. I've heard people say it like this. God had to send this your way so that he could see what you were made of. How many has ever heard that? Oh, yeah, you've heard it all your life. God sent this trouble. He sent this pain just to see if you would stand, just to see what you were made of. Well, let me ask you just a real quick question. And now this is an elementary question, all right? Is God the author and the finisher of your faith? Raise your hand. Say yes, right? He is. Okay, so he's the author, he's the one that created your faith, and he's the one that put it in you, and he's already promised to finish the development of your faith. Is that right? That's what he said? Okay, so if he's the one that created it, and he's the one that put it in there, don't you think he knows what it can do or not? Come on, somebody. 
If God knows everything, come on, if He's omniscient, He knows everything. There is nothing hidden from Him. The Bible says there's, everything is laid bare. Even the darkest of night is like daylight unto the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Okay, so you're going to tell me that God doesn't know what you're made of? Now we're getting somewhere. Why would God, if He's the one that put the faith there, He's the one that created it, why would He then have to put it under pressure to see what it can do? When He's the one that made it in the first place. See, let me tell you, let me tell you something where people struggle at so many times. It's not, uh, it's not the fact that they won't fight. It's they don't know who to fight. They don't know if this is God. They don't know if it's Satan. They don't know if it's just an emotion. They, they just wrestle so they don't do anything. Let me tell you who your enemy is. Let me tell you, if there's sickness, if there's disease, if there's uh, trouble, if there's pain, if there's sorrow, it came from one person. Satan. God is not schizophrenic. He, he, he did not say, I'm the great physician and then put cancer on you. To teach you something. You need to send that back to hell where it came from. He's not your provider. He's not the God that, uh, that prospers you. And then at the same time says, I'll just squeeze them until they squirm. They can't pay the bill. No. There's one person doing that. And that's Satan. All right, so that's question number two. Who is testing my faith? Who is coming against me? Who's trying to put the pressure on me? It is the devil. It's not God trying to teach you something. God knows who you are. How many can say God knows who I am? God knows what He's placed on the inside of you. He knows your value better than you do. And He knows what your faith that He's placed inside of you can handle. So now that we know who to fight against, we can actually do something. Amen? All right, so Satan comes to test your faith. Or should I say it like this? To devalue, devalue who you are and who God is. Why do these things come? Why did I receive a prophecy and seem like the very next day uh, it seems like the opposite is happening? Why, did, why, do, why does everything seem to be falling apart when I decided to take a stand for God and say I'm going to be who God's called me to be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what God told me to do. Why are these things happening? Because the enemy's objective is to devalue you. He wants to put an open display that you are nothing. Come on. That you, the God you serve, He can't bring forth what He said. It's not going to happen. He tries to do all these things by trying and testing your faith. That's why He does it. Look at Job chapter 1 verse 6. Go with me there. Job chapter 1 verse 6. Look at Job right here. All right, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came along with them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Where have you come from? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, 
Have you considered my servant Job? And there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. Verse 9, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. But, somebody say but. But put forth your hand now and touch all that he had. Praise God. Are you learning something? See, so many people, they receive promises from God, they, they step out in faith, and then it seems like every, every test and trial and pressure comes their way, and they, they throw their hands up and just as if they're amazed. This is exactly what Peter said. He said, why are you amazed that your faith is being tested right now? Now, think about this, what I'm telling you, that Satan is the one that's causing the test in your life. He's the one that's coming to try your faith. It's not God. Many, I know what many people say, and I know this may be messing with your theology. When you say, well, wait a minute. You know, God tests us. He tries us. He sends things our way to, to, you know, to teach us this and teach us that. Well, let me ask you a question. If God is testing your faith then that obviously means that He doesn't know what it's made of. Anytime we put something to the test, we want to see what it's made of. Is that correct? Well, listen to me. Wouldn't God, who is the author and the finisher of your faith, He's the one that gave you faith in the first place. Let me ask you this question. Don't you think that God knows what your faith can do? Don't you think He knows what your faith is made of? Listen, do not be deceived. There's one entity that is attacking and trying your faith, and it is Satan. Now, here's the good news. This is why the Bible says rejoice when this takes place. Rejoice when this is happening. Why? Because guess what? Satan is only afraid of what has been tried and tested. Listen, I'm going to shock you right now that Satan is not afraid when somebody stands up and says, you know what, I'm going to stand on the Word, I'm going to believe and trust God. He's not moved by that. Now I know that that's messing with you because we've been, we, we just think that the minute that we make a decision we're going to believe and trust God, then He's just going to back up. The minute we receive a promise from God, that Satan is just going to back up and say, there's nothing I can do now. No. He is exactly like a bully. Now, I want you to think about that. What, how, how did bullies do when you were in school or whatever? They kept messing with you. They kept pestering you until you, they realized that once they come at you, that you were not going to bow down. That you were going to stand. Think about that. See, Satan is not afraid of faith that's not been tried or tested. But I promise you right now, those of you that have been tried and tested, and yet you're still standing, I want to tell you right now that the devil is afraid of you. You better know that right now. So those of you that are being tried and tested, I'm here to tell you right now, rejoice. Because that's what shows you 
what is valuable. Your faith is the most precious thing that you have right now. It is the most... That's why he said it's more precious than silver or gold. That is the value. So I want to pray for you right now that you will stand, that you will keep going, that you will not bow down. You will, you will make up your mind, I'm not quitting, I'm not bowing down, I'm not stepping back. I'm keep going forward. I'm going to keep standing. And you're going to come out of this tried and true. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up every person that is being tried and tested right now. We're not amazed by this. We're not shocked by this because you said it was coming. But Father, I thank you right now that you know what our faith is made of because you're the one that put it in us. That Lord, that we can stand the tests and the trials of life. We can stand with fine colors, not being weakened by them, not barely making out of barely making it out of them, but coming out more than conquerors. I praise you for this right now. That Father, that the enemy is afraid of us because our faith has been tried and it has been tested and it is found that it is valuable and it's not going to bow down. I praise you for this now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. Don't give up. Keep standing because I'm telling you, you're going to come out of this. I want to take this time to thank our faith partners for your continued giving and support of this ministry. It is a blessing for those who trust this ministry, especially in their finances. And we want to tell you that everything that you send in here, it forwards us into the kingdom of God to get, this, to get these programs out, whether it be through television or podcasts or any other outlet that God opens the door to. You make that possible. So thank you again. And never think for one second that you are not important in a great asset to this ministry and if you're watching this and you're you're having that tug or you're feeling God moving in the spirit for quite some time now to become a faith partner with this ministry why don't you pray about doing so and step out in faith and say you know what I'm gonna partner with this ministry because I believe in the work that they are doing in the kingdom of God and those of you that take time to write us each and every week or come in contact with us however way that you do we want to thank you for that, and we want to tell you that we value your words that you send to us. You encourage us as we encourage you. You're letting us know that these programs are being effective and they're being a blessing to you. So thank you for that again. Until then, keep walking by faith. Don't you give up because you are coming out of your troubles. In Jesus' name, be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.